Family meeting after. Welcome to Family Meeting, a Peaky Blinders podcast. I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Amy Schneider. Here we are. Yeah. Episode five. That's right. The duel. Yeah. The, the duel. <laughs> the penultimate. I they surprised me. Yeah. They they put this kind of showdown in here. Yeah. Or sort of, you know, the way that I would expect it to kind of play out. Yeah, yeah. I was Yeah. I mean I I will say this. You know, I did pretty much know that Killian knew and you know, I didn't know the exact details, I knew but he knew that they were gonna try to kill him. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, again, well, yeah. why don't we go ahead and start recapping? That's right. Beham, different Beham, <laughs> right? Than the previous Beham, which yeah. is Buckingham Palace. Yeah. This is Birmingham. If you're not listening to our Crown recaps, oh boy, you're missing out. That's right. A wheelbarrow. <laughs> and I said Nick Cave was playing, but I believe this is actually Iggy Pop. Ah, uh, okay. I yeah. looked something up on the internet. Uh, look at you. I know it's unusual. Do not get used to it. <laughs> Killian drives as a Changretic stooge is following him in a truck packed to the gills with other stooges and Adrian Brody. Boo. Boo. Every time we get together to do this, I forget that Adrian Brody is a thing. Oh, would you like to hear my list of possible replacement Adrian Brody? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So this is from the note on my phone called Possible Replacement Changretas. Oh, I think most of it was in that text exchange. Yeah, I, I think you're catsy. right. Yeah. So before I started talking to you, my suggestion... My suggestments. My suggestments. That's a suggestion and a replacement. So if you insist mm-hmm. that this person must have an Oscar, I suggest Roberto Benini yeah. from Life is Beautiful. Sure. I think he's only got one speed, which is Life is Beautiful, which usually doesn't get this much screen time. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, you know, it could be a real, like, comeback thing for him. Yeah, and it'd be a real, just, like, interesting take on yeah. this stock character. And you, and... you would have gotten so much PR. Yeah. Oh. What a great idea I had. <laughs> now, the American I came up with was Christopher Maloney, ah. who I believe is Italian and is just fucking crazy. Yeah. I think yeah. he would have been great. No, that's an interesting I think he would have been sure. really, really excellent. Probably doesn't have the cachet that they're looking for. Yeah. So we came up with some others. But what I really settled on was Colin Farrell would have been great at this. Yeah. Granted, he's Irish. He's right. not English. But I know. But Killian Murphy is Irish. Yeah. Maybe but, they don't get along. Yeah. but Maybe a- he was in the running. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, but on the other hand, Adrian Brody is sucky and not good. Yeah, so. that's true. Look, but there's a lot of factors that go into this. Well, so, yeah. cousins, peakies, I don't think we have a set. Look, it's I too confusing now. Cousins is fine. As we've said, our range of corporate shell companies has really outlived its usefulness. But, uh, and hopefully everybody has found us. I've been trying to get the old family meeting feed pulled mm-hmm. from iTunes, but the people involved are not being responsive. Yeah, well. So, complain. If you would like. Sure. At any rate, so I think any of those would have been excellent choices. Agreed. For this. We also and talked- none of them assaulted Halle Berry. Yeah, none of them assaulted Halle Berry at the Oscars or any other time that but, we're aware of. That's right. I think we would have heard by now. I would hope. I would certainly hope. Yeah. We also talked about just some other people that we'd like to see in the mix on this show. Yeah. Kieran Hines, I think, might right. be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Who was the one I said that I was just like, I think he would be great uh, on the show? I don't remember. I don't either. Yeah. You kind of said Ian McShane. Yeah. But But I I agree. I don't think because Deadwood is so iconic and this is so 
explicitly a western right yeah it was it feels like gilding the lily a bit yeah it would be yeah it would be too much oh rowan atkinson oh yeah i just because you know i've seen him do a lot of different stuff right right he's not just mr bean okay (laughs) that's right i just feel like he would be a good foil for polly yeah i just really want polly to be in a relationship yeah this show seems extremely dedicated to that not happening yeah i know she so, hasn't even fucked yet, has she? Remember no. she said she was going to? Yeah, she said she was going to fuck. Make with the fucking. <laughs> oh, I also said James Purefoy. Oh, played, yeah. Uh, Anthony. Anthony on yeah. Home. But he also, like, he doesn't have the, like, he's too scrubbed up somehow. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, he was, you know, he was posh right. on Rome. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, oh, and you said Christian Bale or Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. But I think they're both, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think I was That's, thinking more practically. Right, yeah, I was just... Christian Bale would have crushed it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something, something, I'm Christian Bale. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Someday we'll record an episode that doesn't reference Newsies. So, Adrian Brody insists to all the Stooges that he gets the final shot at killing it. And I'm yeah. like, it's the modern way, Adrian Brody. <laughs> this is not going to end well for you. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is the point at which I realized it was a cover of Red Right Hand, mm-hmm. not a different Nick Cage. Because yeah. I think they start these covers... At different parts yeah. of the song. <laughs> yeah. So you don't hear the part that's like, we're the red right hand. Until the end. Yeah. So title card. <laughs> and the episode is called The Duel. Oh, I did write it down. You did write it down. Good for me. That's me. right. It makes me hope that perhaps Adrian Brody dies now. Please, 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 please. Yeah. See, Steve Knight. Yeah. If literally any of the people that we just suggested was playing Adrian Brody, our desire for him to die in this episode would be probably 100% less. Yeah, for sure. Our hatred for Adrian Brody is not scalable going forward. <laughs> so the cars pull up somewhere. Uh, this like, is... a, like a farmer's market or yeah. they got some artisanal chai? <laughs> yeah, it's actually uh, the name gets said later that it is Artillery Square, that which seems is... seems like a bad name for anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's because we uh, we got all the artillery, isn't it? Like the Changretta Stooges get out, but Killian's already made it out of his car and like gotten into the stairs of this tenement block. And it looks to me like the same building that yeah mrs ross was in right maybe all tenements look this i was yeah. sorry hashtag not all tenements <laughs> they look very different than the tenements on uh call midwife well yeah that's Tell true you that right now and it, maybe it is the same place i don't know well i mean i because i think the implication was that the blinders owned and and ran that right, building right. so everybody who was living there like you know whatever they were paying if mm-hmm. they were paying you know they had whatever the peaky blinders version of rent control is <laughs> right life control yeah that's <laughs> sad so he tells a woman to stay inside and then uh bust out a machine gun it, lo- it can't be because it was too long ago but i'm like is this one of those artillery guns from the first <laughs> season yeah i just been getting all nostalgic about danny Whizbang. yeah yeah, and I mean, you know, like, to be clear, this is, like, not, like, a Tommy gun machine gun like the Italians have. No, this, this is, is a this big is old... like, a mortar... Yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's just really big. When I start, like, talking about guns, <laughs> I try to sound like I know what I'm saying, but eventually it just evolves into... Yeah, so he... She has red right hand syndrome? So, yeah, he, he opens fire on the men. One of the Stooges gets shot. Really kind of disappointing results, like that he only got one with that yeah. giant thing. But whatever. Uh, narrative economy. Sure. Or I guess the opposite. Narr- I don't know. Narrative profligacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so they start firing back. Killian runs into an apartment, and Adrian Brody starts to go after him, saying, that bitch lied to me. At this point, I was very confused. Right. Because I knew that he knew that they were going to kill him somehow. Yeah. I didn't... Oh, and, and this is not the time to care. Well, right. But we know that Adrian Brody was not hip to Tommy Shelby knowing... Yes. That he was going to come yeah. after him. Yeah. An old lady comes back into the apartment that Killian's in and he leaves and he tells her not to come out. Yeah. And I'm like, how? How is that protecting civilians? Like, yeah. These are not good walls. No. No. <laughs> There's more stairwell gunplay and Killian kills a second stooge. Yeah. And he gets into some other family's apartment and tells them to like stay inside and stay down and then... <laughs> Again, this is something where Adrian Brody was like, I'm going to stay in character even when I'm talking to you, Steve Knight. Uh, I think you should pray over the body and better pray over your goddamn career, Adrian Brody. And meanwhile, Steve Knight's texting people like, are we sure it's too late to recast? <laughs> I, yeah, I know we already edited the first three. But. <laughs> anyway, he then follows the sound of Killian's voice. Mm-hmm. He think it was it Killian's voice. I oh, yeah, know. because I think he was telling people like to stay down. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. telling every like not yeah. just the people that yeah, he, happened he was to like, run stay into. inside your apartment. Is anybody out there? Can anyone hear me? <laughs> Man, I should listen to those. Yeah. Because, like, again, I feel like when we finally hit 750, by the way, yeah. Patreon update. Oh, that's right. We're at like seven. We keep teetering. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we get a little closer, we get a little farther away. We get sure. a little closer, a little farther away. Uh, we want to watch these movies. Like, yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty set on watching the yeah. Prime of Miss Jean Brody at we this should, point. We should perhaps mention our Patreon in more of our podcast episodes than we do. That's also a great suggestion, <laughs> particularly <laughs> the ones about all this new shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll run an ad. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, we have a Patreon. Yes. Just search Up Yours Downstairs or you can check the link is pinned. I think on our Twitter and our Facebook I believe feed. it is, so, yes. Please give us a couple dollars and we will talk about Maggie Smith films. Yeah. To your heart's content. <laughs> or, you know, until we're done. Shh. <laughs> Quit undercutting the sale. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not cut out to be a salesperson. <laughs> so then there's a baby crying. Like, understandably. Yeah, like, good call, Nobody baby. planned for this. <laughs> except for the people with guns. <laughs> right. And Luca, like, shushes the wife and daughter that we saw earlier. They do seem sticking to their like no civilian casualties yes. thing so i appreciate i like a responsible gangster <laughs> that's right at no point does the geography of any of this make no clear. the layout of this building i would like to see plans <laughs> yes steve knight diagrams co. yeah a little like you know 3d computer generated reenactment like on american vandal oh my gosh or those like korean uh cartoon videos oh yeah <laughs> Uh, Maybe they're Japanese. I don't know. I don't know. But they're great. I missed those. God, we were so young then. We were. A small boy comes into the hallway and Luca pays him to tell him which way that Killian went. The lighting is so great here. I mean, yeah. regardless of the fact that we don't know where anything is. Right. The lighting is great and, and the scene is great. But yeah. Adrian Brody just sucks. He really does. He's just a big steaming dish of poo in an otherwise <laughs> delightful spread. Yeah. Tommy reloads somewhere like again no clue where he is but as the stooges are approaching him mm-hmm. and they like they stalk through this like weird parlor like the building appears to have this sort of like empty space yeah. inside where like you know like a fitness center <laughs> or right. you know a concierge should be except this is a <laughs> shitty ass tenement <laughs> yeah and they aim at some guy with a gun 
or they shoot at a non-Tommy Shelby person who might be one of their associates. Yeah. I wasn't clear on who this was, but anyway, Tommy gets outside on the fire escape and he aims at some guy at street level with the gun and kills that guy. Yeah. And then the mustache stooge, he's been our most consistent, reliable stooge. Yeah. He was, he's been with us in Stratford. Yeah. I was just going to say, when they shoot at the guy that isn't Tommy, Uh he says, hey, (laughs) which I just really like that reaction. Oh, I thought he said, oi. Oh, maybe he did. Anyway, mustache mustache stooge says that they just let it go Mm -hmm. like this isn't going well for them and at street level luca and tommy shoot it out and eventually luca puts down his gun and uh he's so ugly too he's so unpleasant to look at his face his eyes are droopy he just uh yeah he looks like frankenstein's monster yeah i hate him yeah he says a bunch of crap about vengeance and there's in Italian. A, at the very beginning of this, he yells something to Tommy. I forget what. And like, there's this one sentence where he actually, like, he kind of forgets and just drops the dumb impression that yeah. he's doing. And I was like, oh, there was a sentence uttered like a normal human being. Why didn't you just keep doing that? I'm sorry. It will happen again. <laughs> that bitch lied to me. Don Homer, I made you the special donut. <laughs> so much more nuanced he draws his gun but then the cops show up and they grab tommy and they beat the crap out of him until mosh shows yeah and i'm like don't they know shouldn't they know who he is yeah or do they just have to make it look convincing so they show up and moss comes over to tommy and he's like i we're done with this shit yeah and he like yells that like you know everybody in this building you can go back to your lives. This tenement block is no longer by order of the Peaky fucking blinders. Yeah, we're law and order is being restored. That's right. And he and he's he, and it is. I mean, I had been wondering during the shootout, like this is a lot of automatic gunplay going on in the middle of a city. Like surely yeah. in a residential building. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed. This most. is like if people had a shootout in yeah. your building. Yeah. Except they have an elevator, which might make it more interesting. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and also Moss says that, like, don't you understand, Tommy, the soldiers are coming. Yeah. Which they are. They are coming. And Killian still doesn't care, regardless. (laughs) He's so cool. He's He's so dangerous and cool. Yeah. He he is quite. So Killian's sitting alone with an unlit cigarette, staring at Charlie playing. And Paul is there. She pours him a drink and lights his cigarette for him. She says that she remembers the first time that he head-butted a police officer. And that she had thought that after his AP, there wouldn't be a next time. (laughs) Sick burn, Paul. Also, why are you guys cool? Didn't she? Anyway. Well, I guess it's clear at this point that, like, she had warned Tommy. Right, right. And so he is going to tell Arthur the truth about... Not killing Luca, I think. I guess. The family arrived for... A family meeting. I think you mean family meeting. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Arthur lays out a bunch of Tokyo. <laughs> you know, that's what I like to do at the beginning of a meeting. And Killian says he killed three men in our Old business, square. cocaine. New business, also cocaine. <laughs> oh, action items for next meeting, get more cocaine. <laughs> so it turns out Polly and Tommy were both in on it. And, you know, before Christmas, before they all get the black hand, mm-hmm. Polly was contacted by Luca Changretta to spare her son if she would give up Tommy. Mm-hmm. She took it to Tommy. He was like, go ahead. 
go through the motions, but right. you know, this will be, you know, ah, but we, we are the double crosses <laughs> and everyone is very impressed and proud that he killed three people. Yeah. Cause you know, they've been making fun of him right, for right. two straight episodes. <laughs> Arthur tells them that soon he's going to get the shake. So they better go out to get a drink. Charlie finally proves himself useful. <laughs> the only time. Yes. Thus far this season. This is baby Charlie. This is by baby the way. Charlie, not old man Charlie. Right. Who we like better. Yeah. <laughs> In fact. And he says, three of what, daddy? Yeah. And Killian is so cute because he says, I got a three shilling horse for two shillings or like something yeah, like that. Yeah. And Charlie's like, I think, I think I'm going to need therapy. <laughs> horse therapy. <laughs> daddy. I think horses are much more expensive than that. <laughs> anyway, it was cute. Killian yeah. being a semi not horrible parent. Uh. Ugh. Gray's pictures. <laughs> yes. Boo. That Ugg was the traditional symbol on this show of a reappearance of Grace. Okay, what would you rather have? 15 minutes of a picture of Grace or Adrian Brody as is in this series? Uh, uh, Grace. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'd rather... they. If I had to choose, I'd rather they brought Grace back from the dead. Or Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Steve Knight. <laughs> falls in your court zombie grace zombie sam neil let's just, do this just a loop of sam neil saying grace for like an entire episode <laughs> and grace saying when i sang it stopped oh, them fighting and made them cry uh, i don't know now i'm wondering uh, god <laughs> <laughs> it is true once i start to think about the specifics of why i hated grace it's a real devil's bargain yeah remember how she had that sapphire that was cursed or whatever because it was in that russian lady's vagina yeah. i was reading i think it was maybe the the guardian or the independent their uh-huh. recaps and they were saying that they didn't think season three was good and he was like season three wasn't good <laughs> yeah. fuck you you just hate russia yeah i agreed season three was great killian's smoking lizzie is looking on oh right she's pregnant oh right she, she says that she's laid off the hard stuff because she's pregnant and yep before you ask it's yours <laughs> Ha-ha! Uh, remember that day when you pretended that I was that girl that died? Uh, well, you got me pregnant with a ghost, baby. Yeah. He says, all right, I know a woman. And she says, you know lots of women, mm-hmm. but I'm keeping it. <laughs> and I like this. I just, you know, because Lizzie's like, you know me. I'm not having an abortion. Yeah. Like, I'm not one of your dum-dums. Yeah. So he says that in that case, they'll need someone to p- replace her at work and to put out an advert. Uh, this is like as close to like nice as Tommy Shelby gets because he's like, you'll not be working with a child of mine inside you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the bar is set so low that I think that's cute. Yeah. Lizzie keeps trying to talk about the baby. He prefers talking about the men he just murdered. Eh, You know, they're really at cross purposes here. (laughs) Like, Lizzie, this, you know, it's not that you shouldn't have told him now, but like, if you want him to have a substantive conversation, Mm -hmm. wait until the PTSD has subsided. Yeah. Have you thought about getting him some opium? (laughs) On multiple occasions in this scene, somebody says either it'll be okay or we'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell which. And the subtitles said it'll, but I don't trust the subtitles this season. We don't trust anything anymore. Yeah. (laughs) We're so jaded. We we are. Yeah. Well, that's that's been true for a while. Um, But you know, Aerosmith has that good song that you like. (laughs) So, in case you weren't, in case you couldn't tell, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> yes, I know. Note: I don't like Aerosmith. Amy loves Aerosmith. I mean, my I, cousin's wife now has a dog named Aerosmith after wow. the greatest band of all time. I, 
I like Aerosmith. I like some of Aerosmith singles fine. Well, That's she all. thinks they're the greatest band of all time. Well, I don't. Well, we're all at cross purposes. <laughs> yeah, what a mess. <laughs> and he tells Lizzie that she will get an allowance and a nice house to live in. Ooh, yeah. Not what she was hoping for. Yeah. I kept trying to tell you, Lizzie. Yeah. No, because she's saying <sighs> things like, oh, yeah, you know, a baby, a little you and a little me. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, like, you know, that does cheer him. Yeah. And she's just hoping that all of this will lead to proposings of marriage. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, oh, he's still hung up on a dead lady. Yeah. And I don't think it fits his ambitions necessarily to marry you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. Arthur keeps drinking and he's putting cash in the vault. And I'm thinking he oughtn't to have access there. (laughs) Call me crazy. Yeah. Now that Paul's the treasurer, shouldn't we be changing the combination? Yeah. You wouldn't want to be the one to have that conversation? No, but just change the combination. (laughs) He pulls down some big box and gets inside. Oh, dear. (laughs) It's a shitload of Tokyo. Yep. He leaves with the vault wide open. Yeah. So. And I'm like, remember when I said you weren't going to survive the modern? way i think this is the beginning of that you are not really exhibiting fiduciary responsibility to your shareholders or really any kind of responsibility <laughs> yeah so arthur gets home and is super wasted he's awfully wasted yeah like yeah. like and like for a peaky blinder yes. he's super wasted yeah it's like you know killian killed those guys not you <laughs> Yeah, so he falls down and tells Linda that she's saved him, but he needs her to save him again. And she's like, yes, when this is over, we'll go back to the uh, farm. This is just one winter to get through, like, you know. And she is doing it, you know, like, not grudgingly exactly, but just, like, kind of getting tired of well, this. Well, she's going through the motions. Yeah. And she notices the Tokyo in his nose. Some mustache guy with a rifle sees a car bearing Abalama Ding Dong and Paul and Michael. (laughs) Abalama asks Michael if he's ever eaten hedgehog. Yeah. (gasps) Hedgehog! (laughs) But don't eat them. Right. No, and I really, I gotta say, I laughed. I thought it was just a great line. Oh, yeah, listen, I'm I'm 100% team Abalama Ding Dong. (laughs) Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I, this is the most I've enjoyed Aiden Gillen in years. Yeah, yeah. Probably since Circle of Friends. (laughs) Michael is like, "Uh uh-huh. I'm not going on the road with the gypsies. I'm going to stay in a hotel. And Polly's like, hey, you dumb dumb. If you stay in a hotel, everybody's going to know where you are and then they will kill you. Mm-hmm. Abalama Ding Dong says that the gypsy witches will heal him quicker than Western medicine anyway. And Polly's like, keep taking your medicine. <laughs> <laughs> she says that it won't be long and he might learn something. And if they give him any guff to tell them that his grandmother was a gypsy princess named Bertie Boswell. Eh, princess Bertie. I know. And Abalama Ding Dong is like, oh, was that true about your grandmother? And she's like, don't I look like royalty? And then she's like talking about nature and she's sick of being in Beeham. And yeah. Let's take a longer way back. I'm like, are they going to fuck? Uh, well. Maybe we're finally getting uh, getting some closure on that Polly fucking subplot. Maybe. Abalama brings a dead rabbit. There's... And maybe PJ Harvey is playing. Yeah. PJ Harvey, I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're going to roast this rabbit on the fire. Uh, she's glad that it's a buck because they taste bad. She says that in the smoke, she's 16 again. Uh, and reminisces about how when her dad was on the run from the police, they would live in the woods. She then says, do you have a sharp knife? And I just, like, Abalama's like, do I have a sharp knife? What are you, of course I have a sharp knife. How many sharp knives do you need? <laughs> and he asks her about her second sight and that she can see the dead. And she says, yes, your wife is often around you watching you. And he's like, uh, is she here now? And she's like, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, about Second Sight. Like, I'm not sure that it doesn't exist. Uh-huh. But, like, you can just bullshit it. Like, even if it does, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her family were healers a long time ago, and she talks about how, you know, having her head in the noose and, like, looking out the, that window. This scene, like, I like this scene fine, but I feel like we can, like, Helen McCrory is just, like, radiant in this yeah, scene. It's yeah. unbelievable how good she is in this yeah, scene. Yeah. And Abilama... You were there too. <laughs> yes. He, uh, he says that she's kept Tommy alive all these years, but she says, no, they've kept each other alive. And she's really come to realize that, you know, after the noose, there are no rules. It is much like the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> and uh, yes, and then they make the out. The world is my blooming onion. <laughs> and I aim to eat it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, they start making out a little bit. Woo! And then she grabs the knife and puts <gasps> him to his throat. I mean, she. To be fair, she just does this with everybody. <laughs> right. This is her go-to move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she tells him not to fuck with Michael. Then puts the knife down, and they get back to smooching. Hell yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Camden Town. Alfie Solomon's. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. Oh, the Changretas approach. Alfie Solomon's. <laughs> he seems like he's at prayer or something, but he's not actually. Yeah. He's got his eyes closed. Steve Knight listened to us. Yes. Uh, despite the fact that obviously he did not. Yeah. He is monologuing about he's got this blind cousin seeing <laughs> a donate to a charity which gives blind Jews seeing eye dogs. <laughs> and he says that the head of this charity recommends that they spend half an hour with their eyes closed so that they can, you know, experience what that's like and yeah. also give them more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he keeps going. And I think it's like Changretta. And basically, he says he does that. And, you know, he's got, you know, two minutes left or yeah, something. Yeah. And Changretta's like, you know who I am. And he's like, yeah. You're a bit of a failure. <laughs> I died. Yes. I died. I phantom high fived you. <laughs> yep. And the stooge, mustachioed stooge, is there counting down. And Luca's, you know, losing his patience. And the stooge is like, this is just how he is. Just call. <laughs> yeah. See, here's a situation where you can say, this is just how somebody is, not when they're a rapist. Yeah. And Luca, you know, he's done eventually. And right. he's like, okay. You're going to kill all the Shelbys at this big boxing match. And... Yeah, well, specifically, he's going to let Changretta's people into the boxing match. And and be seconds for Goliath, basically. And then he is trying to send them off with a rum distribution plan back Mm -hmm. in the States because... That's where all the money is. Yeah. Getting illegal booze into the country. Mm-hmm. He also wants cash for killing Tommy. He gets out our favorite half moon specs and he's got a budget. Yes. He's got a whole budget. He says he doesn't need him. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this, this is, is where, where he, he says cla- that, yeah. you know, he needs to add his guys a seconds and he says that Tommy will know the difference. <laughs> and like, Shane Greta gives him some lip and he says, you will have to add another ton onto your bill for being a cunt, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it so much. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> And then he says the dudes will need to be circumcised because the peakies will check. Yeah. And he just says, okay, fine. Uh-huh. And I'm like, like, I'm like, that's, you know, that's not insignificant surgery. I mean, yeah. it's an outpatient procedure. Yeah. But like, they're what? not going to be able to walk around for a couple yeah. of days. Yeah. And he's like, also, like, your men will have to change your Italian arrogance for Jewish total certainty. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Alfie Solomons is better than yours. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. You're generally better at impressions than I am. I'm better at every... That's not true. No. (laughs) We balance each other really well. (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) 
Shane Grit is like, yeah, yeah, fine. Okay, we're leaving. I hate you. <laughs> and then he says, you just made a deal without a negotiation. And then he says, in Italian, yeah. you plan to kill us all. Yes. Yeah. Because they have been talking back and forth in Italian from time to time during this. Yes. Yeah. So he has understood them. Yeah. Because oh. it's like, you know, Solomon's is so smart because he know he's like, I can't, I'm not, I can't yeah. go up against mm-hmm. you. But, you know, he knows how to stick it to you. Yeah. I love him so much. Yeah. So great. So great. I just want, I want a web series of just Alfie Solomon's <laughs> doing stuff. Yeah. A uh, bunch of soldiers show up to arrest Ada. She's awfully surprised considering how much they <laughs> telegraphed this from yeah. the first episode. <laughs> She's in a cell without any clothes on. Because, oh, no! Yeah, because they found a gun on her and then strip searched her. She's telling this to a guy, one of the, the ranking soldier. Notably, a black guy. Yeah. And he is very handsome. <laughs> I ship it. Yeah, he apologizes for the unpleasantness. He's also very saucy. Yeah. He's a saucy guy in the <laughs> army. <laughs> army guys typically not known for their sauciness. Yeah, but this guy, you know. Rudeness, he, sure. Yeah. Sauciness, that's charm. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, he made it all the way to Colonel. <laughs> he says that she was seen talking to Jesse Eden. And, you know, they've got this dossier on her and her past commie. And the Shelbys in yeah, And the Shelbys in general. She says she's leaving and he can burn his dossier because she's no longer a member of the Communist Party. But he says that's irrelevant because many of the activists, like, quit the Communist Party to, like, you know, have a better cover. She says, let me be clear, I'm no longer a member of the Communist Party because I no longer believe in the cause of socialism. The other thing that I like, well, he brings up next, he's like, oh, you know, were you blinded by young love? And he pulls up a picture of uggo freddy thorne and it's like it's an ugly picture like it's uglier than he himself I was know. who do you hate more grace or freddy thorne uh grace okay great i'm just you know just <laughs> trying to cover like freddy thorne was just like ineffectual and kind of annoying yeah but... and we got comrade baby out of it who still has not been seen <laughs> that's by true the bye. oh comrade baby <laughs> So anyway, she says, no, she used to believe that people deserve justice, and she doesn't think that anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, that is like exactly what's happened to me, Ada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see? So I posted that thing on Facebook the other day about the Garrison Taylors where you can like buy Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In- inspired clothing. And somebody put on the comments, I'm sorry that I failed to grok your name yeah but that she's holding out for the ada and polly coat collection uh, i'm almost like i kind of want to just like write to somebody <laughs> and be like i would gladly pay 500 dollars <laughs> to get like a vintage inspired coat like this yeah yeah anyway i'll be like you won't even have to stitch every stitch with blood <laughs> Then Ada shows him her business card and is like, yeah, I'm not on the favor. I'm, you know, I'm on the side of the, you know, uh, capital now or whatever. But he's like, oh, well, you know, this, uh, this could really work out. And basically he's like, you know, there's this revolution coming and we would like you to infiltrate the other side. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Spy shit. That's right. Boogie Rock. Oh, yeah. Baby Gold is training. It was a long time to wait for Boogie Rock. Yeah. Chillian. Killian checks his watch <laughs> back at the office. Uh, Ada, whew, this is the Art Deco office, by yeah, the way, yeah. tells him to talk to her about Colonel Ben Younga, who was the guy. Right, right. And apparently they fought together at Flanders, and he was the only cavalryman who could ride a horse, <laughs> which is embarrassing for the cavalry. <laughs> 
He apologizes. Well, for all the- of World War One was embarrassing for the cavalry. <laughs> well, it was embarrassing. Who? You know, it wasn't embarrassing for Archduke Franz Ferdinand because he was dead. <laughs> right. That's pretty much the only person for whom that war was not embarrassing. Yeah. Even Franz Ferdinand, that whole thing was kind of a fiasco. He just got lucky. <laughs> so he is like, oh, you know, sorry about the strip search. Like, that wasn't supposed to happen. And mm-hmm. the arrest was just so the neighbors would see because he's trying to sort of like subtly, you know, quell the rebellion. Yeah. And he says that Younger is now in charge of Birmingham instead of Moss. So that's nice. Yeah. Anyway, you know, he's he's working with him, you know, to get to Jesse Eden and Ada has maybe my favorite line <laughs> in the series. Yeah. Tommy Shelby is going to stop the revolution with his <laughs> cock. Uh, yeah, bitch. He is. Yeah. He can do it. <laughs> do you see what this cock has achieved so far? <laughs> quite a bit. He's just got started. <laughs> Anyway, he says that the people around Jesse Edens are the one, the people around Jesse Edens, singular. There's yes. only one. They're the ones. <laughs> There's only one Jesse Eden. <laughs> mm, doubtful. Yeah. She's kind of basic. Yeah. Those are the people who are like Ada and Freddie used to be advocating for armed revolution. Mm. And Ada wants to know why he wants to help the military. <laughs> Turns out he's been offered a two million pound contract yeah. to supply military junk in India. <laughs> <laughs> This fucking guy. (laughs) Oh, what a scamp. (laughs) Every time with the capers. Well, and also, also Steve Knight. Because I was like, should I be mad that he pulled that on us with Polly and Killian? I'm like, he's been pulling this shit since day one. Yeah, for sure. So I can't, you know, remember Danny Wizbang and all the stuff. Well, the mysterious powder with the horse in like the very first scene. Like, it's all right. Oh, yeah. This has all been a trick. Yeah. Steve Knight. <laughs> you got us this time. But we're not watching Taboo. Yeah. He asks if she's going to help or not. She doesn't answer, which means yes. Yeah. Well, because so she's like, oh, you know, you won't be able to spend that money if you're dead. And he's like, yeah, so I'm planning on staying alive. Yeah, which is great. And, also, and he says that, you know, they suggested it. And he was like, uh, why not? And she says that that's going to be like on his tombstone or something. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry that I didn't write that down. No, it's okay. That's why I wrote it down. He's such a gambler. He is. I'm really shipping Colonel Ben Younger and Ada because, Uh Ada, when's the last time you had a fuck? (laughs) I'm very curious, Ada. I just want you to be happy and I want your coats and your haircut and your BMI. Well, yep. I would also accept these things. So we see some dudes setting a table and bickering over it and it's Charlie and Curly. Yay! (laughs) They're setting up for dinner with Jesse Eden. (laughs) I forgot this was happening. Right, I know. (laughs) Me too. God, I mean, he's got so much else going on. <laughs> yeah. So Tommy and Jesse come in, and so they're they the Curly is saying should they get some music because there's that gramophone that we found that person abandoned in that car, <laughs> like oh yeah that person oh, abandoned see, it. See, I didn't get that. Maybe that's why I like Curly so much is because we're both <laughs> dumb. <laughs> but also, I mean, it's a, it's a scrapyard. Oh yeah, those are frequently uh, <laughs> places that you go <laughs> to fence things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious me. Curly asked if they want music, and Charlie's like, no, they don't. But Killian's like, yeah, let's... let's." Charlie's like, I hate joy. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. He reminds me of you when I first met you. (laughs) (laughs) So Charlie fucks off somewhere, and Tommy makes jesse try his gin oh my god he needs to calm the fuck down about that gym <laughs> yeah. although you know, i don't know why i'm saying that because he's just doing what i do which is use everyone in my life as market research 
Right. Whether they want to or not. <laughs> anyway, they drink to the revolution, and he's cooking her something that a poacher friend of his got off some it estate. It looked like two horse hooves. <laughs> yeah. Was, I have I, no clue what that yeah, is. I also have no idea. Were they bats? <laughs> they might have been bats. I hope it wasn't. And then it was also something else that I think was maybe truffles. I like, think he said truffles. Did he? I don't know. Listen, it's literally the least important thing that happens yeah. in this scene. <laughs> Are they bats? <laughs> they looked like bats. They did. What You're else? right. I don't know what else flies around on... Because they don't look like any fowl. Yeah. We've seen our fair share of fowl being cooked in various ways. Yeah. He uh, gives her the new terms for the employment that basically meets all their demands and they can go back to work. And he says that he approaches the revolution like a horse race. Well, also, she says the gin is okay. Oh, yeah. She she does. She's, she doesn't really drink gin. Yeah. But this is for women who don't usually drink gin. So. Yes. It's perfect. Right. She's the perfect sample size. <laughs> then maybe Except she's... for her clothes, right? Because those were not from the runway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. I hate her clothes. I know. Yeah. Also, Steve Knight, when you start the Ada and Polly uh, Lady Blinders collection, <laughs> you can leave Jesse Eden out. <laughs> Fair enough. Put horse bitch in. Yeah. And that Russian lady. Ah, oh, hell yeah. Yep. And Lizzie. And Lizzie. Yeah. yeah. Lizzie looks great. Yeah. And Esme. Yeah. For the bohemian in your life. That's right. You need something a little more flowing. Probably lower overhead than all that Tweety shit. Anyway, <laughs> we've said our piece, Steve Knight. Yes. Make it so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if Steve, Do you think Steve Knight gets drunk and listens to this sometimes? <laughs> I would. Like if I was a showrunner yeah. and some shitty podcast was about my show, I'd be like, hey guys, listen to these dummies. <laughs> they have a name for me. <laughs> it's, it's my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with an exclamation point in the middle. It's like you don't even know how fandom works. <laughs> yeah, he's saying he's approaching the revolution like a horse race and that the king's horse is the favorite, but then it was also a favorite when Emily Davison yes. uh, ran in front of it. Uh, I did a whole fashion backwards about it. Or I know. Or did or something. I remember. We talked about it, we but did. not her name. Yeah. We, say uh, her name, say her name. <laughs> when no one is around, you say, get out of the way, horse. <laughs> Remember that suffragette movie? Anyway. God, it was so bad. Yeah. But anyway, she's impressed that he knows the names of suffragettes. And he says, yeah, everybody thought they didn't have a chance at first. But now look, women with serious faces everywhere. <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah. Listen, Tommy Shelby, I would gladly let you like talk me out of everything <laughs> I believe and fuck me stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah. He tells her he needs to know how strong the revolutionary forces are and you know that he used to believe in that stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, but the war changed you? And he's like, yeah, we changed everybody. That's the whole point of everything. (laughs) She says that when her boyfriend got back from the war, he could not speak. And this is great because she's talking about sort of him, you know, going up against the government. Or I guess sort of like making fun of him being Tommy Mm -hmm. Shelby OBE. And he's Mm -hmm. like, you must infuriate those guys (laughs) because you're better than the government at what they do. Mm, Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, what are politicians if not bookmakers? Yeah. So he says something about, you know, could could he could he and his forces change the odds revolution wise? You think I could change the odds? <laughs> and then uh, Curly comes in with the gramophone. All right. I love him because he's like the very romantic talk. <laughs> Curly, I want a web series of Curly and I want a web series of Alfie Solomon and I want a web series of Horsebitch <laughs> and I want a coat. <laughs> Dear Santa <laughs> Tommy tells Jesse that they are going to dance 
So then he's telling a story about spending <laughs> all of his mom's grocery money on a top hat and a coconut. <laughs> yeah. And he got the shit beaten out of him. Like, yeah. Rightfully so. With a frying pan. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he just, he knew then, even then, that he wanted a better life. And she asks why those things. And he said, I thought she deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> he's so charming. Yeah. Anyway, he says, you know, he's he's no different. He's still, or maybe she says he's not different. I don't know. Somebody's yeah. not different. <laughs> but she says that his face changed when he saw the picture of Greta Gerasi. Boo. This is stupid. <laughs> she brings up Grace. <laughs> they dance to a truly horrible song. Indeed. I think it was like opera or something. Yeah. And then she asks if he'll help her and all of her, you know, goonies. Right. And then they kiss. All these people need to work on their professional boundaries. Remember yeah. when she would be like, we are going to have a goddamn meeting during business hours? Right. And now you're making out in a criminal warehouse. Got a little bathtub gin in you. Dancing to a stolen gramophone. <laughs> she doesn't know about that part. We'd have to assume. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> he starts undressing her. Oh, and he's wearing ooh, no jacket and a gun holster. Dudes, I don't care if you have a gun. Just be wearing a gun holster. Just walk around in them. She says, no, you know, they won't fuck now. But, you know, soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch. You cannot do better. Yeah. Although, you know, she's using this as a negotiation, too. So, yeah. You yeah. Know, once we've just let the boundaries go. <laughs> right. And he says to arrange a meeting with the appropriate people and he will be there. Mm-hmm. At the boxing ring, Arthur is doing Tokyo and smoking a cigar as people have taken some dogs around. They've declared that the arena is clean. He says, OK, uh, you know, like lock it down. Weapons will have to be checked at the door. There's like an amnesty for like drugs and shit. It's cracking me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, because somebody somebody's like picking it all was it johnny dogs somebody was like taking all the shit oh yeah 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 well johnny dogs i think was working the door and kept like and he like Mm -hmm. finds a knife or something on somebody's and he just gives a guy this look it's like come on yeah (laughs) our policy was clear we have one rule yeah and then he asks if he can open the book so yeah johnny dogs has opened the book on the boxing match i'm just glad johnny dogs is doing so well for himself (laughs) i love that guy yeah like he's not curly levels of love in terms of the you know the peaky blinders organization yeah also, I can't believe Arthur has no D. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's been just, every scene we've seen him in, he's been doing Tokyo. Yeah. Well, it's harder to overdose on cocaine than, you, you know, like heroin you can OD on pretty easy, yeah. but cocaine is... You I know, guess that explains why so many people I know do cocaine and haven't died. Yeah. Because I think I think the deal is because it, it just, it processes through your body relatively fast. Yeah. That's I why think. you always want more. Well, right. Anyway, um, don't do drugs. I mean, go ahead and do drugs, just not cocaine, yeah. not meth, not heroin, um, and avoid goofballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a delight. Yeah. Backstage, the blinders all go in to see Bonnie, and Arthur tries to give Bonnie Tokyo, and he wisely turns it down. Yes. And Abilama Ding Dong. <laughs> I just, he hasn't been in this episode. No, I know. So sometimes you forget. <laughs> That's, yeah. And then you say it. That'll do, pig. <laughs> Abilama Ding Dong tells Bonnie, you know, basically the most advent. Basically, he tells him what bet he himself put down. Yes. And says that he will get a 20% cut of the winnings. Mm-hmm. And the peaky ladies all show up looking fine as hell. My note here is, God damn, Lizzie. Mm. Like, Jesus. She's crushing it. Yeah. And Tommy sees something. This was a shitty way to end the episode, yeah, by the yeah. way. Like, Although they, there was some very solid boogie rock under this last scene. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but what was the tempo? <laughs> <laughs> and he walks around backstage and we see Alfie Solomon's like start to come into focus. Yeah. I think there was a different way to go about yeah, that, but yeah. whatever. 
Also, what we discovered this week is that sometimes we have the boogie rock because they don't have the correct licenses for the music. Yes. But I also don't know even... I'm skeptical because every time I read a write-up, and maybe they have instructions to the press, like only talk about the music that we have licensed for Netflix, but I've never seen them really talk about a song that we didn't hear. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Beats the hell out of me. That's right. But boy, if you were trying to figure out a way to make me want to buy the box set, (laughs) Steve Knight, uh, you found it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so that does it for this episode. Uh, only one left. That's right. Big finale. Oh my gosh. Yeah. By order of the Pinky Blinders and Tokyo. <laughs>